Welcome to another episode of Other Duties as Assigned. Today, Josh and I welcome Dr. Tom Clark, who is the Executive Director of the CSRA Alliance for Fort Gordon. Dr. Tom Clark is an extremely influential member of our community, and he touches things from K-12 education to Fort Gordon to the different industry partners who are moving down to our area. We are extremely grateful for his time this morning. We hope you enjoy. Thank you for being here this morning, Dr. Clark. Will you start by telling me the three things that you think are most important for people to know about you when they're listening to this podcast? Uh, One, that I'm a soldier. I always tell people that uh, my name is Clark and I'm a soldier, whether that's soldiering for uh, our country or for our job uh, or for, you know, my religion. Uh, I guess the second thing is that my mom always said that to grow where you're planted. Uh, So every single opportunity I ever have to uh, grow and improve something, I think we're always striving to do that. And number three is that I uh, skipped the work and I skipped the life. I just, (laughs) I love this job. I love that. So how did you how did you decide to join the military? And then how did you get here? Can you talk a little bit sure. about your path? Yeah. So I was 17 years old growing up on a farm in Danville, Pennsylvania. Uh, and we did things like uh, construction work and catch chickens. <laughs> uh, both jobs very hard. Um, Humble beginning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I can remember just uh, loving the military the second I was in it. The drill sergeant told me, you're going to work harder than you've ever worked your entire life. And then he let me sleep in to like 530, (laughs) fed me four meals a day with dessert. (laughs) So uh, it was off the farm and into the Army where I spent 32 years um, And I served in both peace and war. I deployed to Iraq multiple times as a command sergeant major. My final job was a command sergeant major of all of Fort Gordon and all of the Signal Regiment. Uh, From there, I got out and I worked at about five years at General Dynamics as a uh, program manager for the transmission side there. Um, I, I loved that job. Then um, Colonel Tucky retired from this job, and the Alliance uh, was looking for a new executive director. I applied about three years ago, uh, and uh, this is kind of, I think, the job that was made for me. So yeah. I, I absolutely love it. You don't meet a lot of people who are just excited to go to work every day, and then at the end of the day, you're excited to come back. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and uh, our our mission back uh, a while back in the 2000, 2003, uh, the mission of the Alliance was to prevent Fort Gordon from being bracked in 2005. Yeah. Um, so the community came together. Obviously, that didn't happen. Fort Gordon is one of two installations that continues to grow. Uh, so in 2016, we remissioned to promote, coordinate, and advocate for the Fort Gordon Cyber District 
district to be the place that cyber professionals want to live, work, play, and learn. Yeah. Can you talk about, um, for the people who are listening who aren't from here and don't know what CSRA or the cyber district um, entails, can you talk about kind of the spread, how how far that goes? So it's two states and and seven counties. So it is a regional effort. Um, We kind of throw out the county lines, the river, all those type of things, and we want people to to come here to our region because sometimes folks from the D.C. area or something will say, well, there's not much to do in Augusta. And we say, you know, we'll give you back your two and a half hours that you spend in traffic every day. And you could be in Atlanta, you could be in the mountains, you could be uh, at Myrtle Beach almost, and, and there's plenty to do here in Augusta. So we are that regional asset that promotes our our area yeah your your role is so unique to me because you work with so many different people and on this campus we really preach collaboration and getting everyone together and that's truly at the core of your job is to make sure that all these entities are working together and that you're providing those resources and pulling people in however you can yeah we are blessed to have such a strong board. Uh, We have a selfless, truly selfless service. Uh, Chairman Stan Shepard recently named the Invest Augusta Cyber Professional of the Year for 2019. But he represents AT&T in this area. And then on our board, we have the professionals from Georgia Power, all the major players in our region, and then the uh, advisory board is full of, you know, the, the Chamber of Commerce presidents, um, all the uh, executive uh, economic development folks in the area. It's just a very profoundly unique and experienced group of professionals, selfless servants who, who want to make our area better. So when you transitioned into this role, did you already have deep ties in the community or are these partnerships that you've created in this role? Well, I have deep, deep ties in, uh, at one point I would say, wow, I know everybody, it seems like on Mm -hmm. the inside of the gates of Fort Gordon. Um, My role as the post command SAR major, I guess if the general was kind of the mayor, then the SAR major becomes a sort of sheriff of the area. Um, So we had those ties on the inside of the gate. Three years later now, uh, what I found very profound was the amount of people who don't wear a military uniform, who love our country and our region and, and are out volunteering their time and services every single day to to help our area so after three years in this job now i have a tremendous amount of contacts on the outside of the gate of fort gordon and do you kind of see your perspective on the region changing because of that i I do i i think that you know you're in the military and you're um you're concentrating on on the mission, defend freedom in the American way of life. And you see yourself as something, you know, no, no one goes in the military as an enlisted soldier and thinks they're going to get rich. It's not, it's not for the money. 
you're, you enlist and you stay in the military because you're part of something bigger. Mm -hmm. Then you get out and you're in this community and you see those leaders, they're part of something bigger too. But in know? a totally different Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yep. And all combined together for this uh, great region that, that we call the Fort Gordon Cyber District. It's really unique and special, I think, to grow up. I grew up in Augusta. So to grow up in a town that is so, you know, rallied around the fort, and at one time we weren't sure if it was going to exist anymore. Um, and my brother is in the Army, and we've always had uh, – deep ties to the fort through family but this whole community really does you you don't meet anyone who doesn't have a family member or a friend who's in the military or who doesn't have a job that's related to fort gordon in, sure. in some way and interacts um, but there are a lot of people a lot of places that you go that aren't that way and, and people who don't know anyone in the military and um i don't want to say we understand it more but you know, we have ties in a, that provide a very different understanding. So yeah. it's really, it's a special place. The city is is definitely tied. Um, so I served in uniform uh, as a post-command sergeant major when General Jeff Foley and I would go to funerals in our area. And he would take a bended knee and give the flag on behalf of a grateful nation to a uh, service member who had died in combat. Uh, alongside of him would be Mayor Deke Copenhaver. Mm -hmm. He was there too, you know. So our community together has kind of a scar tissue on their hearts uh, for service members that they lost, not just in this region, but across the country. And and together they have... An, that understanding because they've walked those paths together. Absolutely. I think on this campus, too, um, I came into this job not understanding how much existed around um, the military in general, just how many different industry partners there were and um, state government and federal government and how much it tied in. And then you, you come here and you realize that, you know, how – how small Augusta mm -hmm. can be and how big it can be at the same time with all these different um, people and industry and, and coming down from D.C. and just how intermingled everything yeah. really is. I mean, this building is so unique and so many leaders within this two buildings here. You can go in one hall and, and see, you know, um, Tom Barnes from Parsons, you know, uh, and then walk over, see Sam Anderson from uh, Softac, or, or walk over and see Michael, whose who's holistic view of the whole building, the work with the governor. Uh, no other place can you have this concentrated group of professionals um, of academia and then business um, and government all in one or two buildings. I mean, when you sit in my seat and you can get up and walk down the hall and have access to these professionals, that is, uh, it takes my leadership growth and just times it by 10. You know, I have that opportunity every day to shamelessly steal ideas from these, uh, <laughs> these superstars. We're certainly lucky to have you on site, and then you sit with our team, so it's truly like you're one of our team members. We're proud to be a partner yeah, here. Yeah, we love it. Can you talk about what is most exciting 
um, about the move of our cyber for you? Sure. So our cyber, uh, I mean, it seems like it's been forever since we've been talking about them mm-hmm. coming. Uh, the fact is there's about 250 folks already on Fort Gordon. Uh, their mission uh, calls for them to have 1,400 folks. Um, many of them work in eight locations along the East Coast, and they will all come here June of 2020. I mean, that is an amazing now three-star facility. So when I was in the military, we had one general officer on Fort Gordon. Uh, my boss was the uh post commander. He was also the signal regimental guy. He was also the CIO G6. Hmm. Now this summer, they'll have seven general officers on Fort Gordon and they'll have a three-star. I mean, that is moving major CEOs to to your location. To a place that you thought wouldn't exist. Absolutely. Not that long ago. Yeah. And then you figure in early 1990s, the NSA on Fort Gordon had about 50-some folks, and now that NSA Georgia has over 6,000 folks. Uh, Fort Gordon has, you know, over 30,000 professionals who who work on Fort Gordon every day going on and off posts, and another 60,000-plus retirees and their family members who have chosen to live in our region. So, um, I mean, Fort Gordon is the region's largest employer. Those numbers are astounding. That's cra- it's crazy to hear them all laid out like that. Absolutely. What do you think Augusta is doing to retain that talent once those people exit? The sure. Service? So, um, I mean, you can use this area as uh, a sample of what Augusta <laughs> is doing. Uh, they are hiring our veterans. They're holding uh, hiring fairs here to retain the uh, service members who exit from Fort Gordon. It is a unique talent pool because they possess security clearances already. Um, Which the the pure concentration of people with clearances in this area is is just wild to me. Having moved from a place that just doesn't have that, it it boggles my mind. Yeah, it is. Uh, when you have those people and they go, but you need a security clearance, and they go, I have one. Yep. You yep. know, and? Yeah, and what's next? So hiring those folks, I think Augusta's doing that. They're extremely uh, low cost of living here. Yeah. Uh, the fact is, you know, you can buy a great home here, about $100, $105 a square foot. You go to Fairfax County, that's three fifty to five hundred dollars a square foot. Yeah. So folks moving from DC can get three times the amount of house here for their money. Yeah. My uh, husband did an internship in DC and I did an internship in Atlanta and we were just talking about the cost of our bedroom in an apartment with a bunch of other people. And our mortgage payment is like half, maybe even a third of what we were paying to oh, have wow. one bedroom and a shared bathroom in those locations. So Yeah, and you get to drink sweet tea here too. <laughs> so, very cool. Southern hospitality, right? Absolutely. We're also excited about our uh, the growth of the Cyber Patriot program in our region. Oh, yeah. It uh, started a couple years ago with 18 folks, uh, 18 teams in our 
entire region. And, and this year, the uh, Cyber Patriot uh, folks in our region will f uh, field 121 teams. That's Incredible. like a yeah, 500 plus percent increase over four years. And last year, our, our region was named the Cyber Patriot Center of Excellence for the entire nation. That's incredible. It, it is. When you're competing against California, Silicon Valley, you know, the big Atlantas, and, and it, there's so many people that, that ensured the success of that program, the Alliance for Cyber Education Committee. Mm -hmm. That's the same committee before I got here that uh, helped stand up pathways in our high schools. Like our ninth graders can go to school now and take introduction to IT in ninth grade. They, in 10th grade, they can take introduction to cybersecurity. In 11th grade, they can take advanced cybersecurity. That's great. Yes, and, and then those folks, along with the ACE Committee, the Adopt-A-School program on Fort Gordon, our school superintendents, superstars like Nicole Cliff, Dave Bezel, cyber professionals, the teachers, the students. It took all these people coming together uh, to ensure that success. The Alliance gets a lot of credit for that, but it, it is so much to do with our mentors that we get from Fort Gordon, from the NSA, uh, our sponsors like Mosaic mm -hmm. and, and, and champions of that program that have pushed us to be a national leader in that area. When the camps were hosted here, I believe we did two here last summer. Um, it was so neat to see those kids walking around. And then uh, Chris Sniffen's uh, kids were a part of that, and then and then his wife um, volunteered for the event. Oh, very cool. And then it was just neat to see even his daughter, who wasn't able to participate because of mm -hmm. her age, she wasn't on a team. She was still here admiring those kids and looking onto them, thinking that she was going to be doing that one day. It was so neat to see them walking around. It was crazy because the, that was our first regional camp. And then in June, we set a regional record of, of 48 attendees. And then uh, we partnered with Mosaic, the Georgia Cyber Center, uh, the Cyber Protection Brigade, and then turned around in July of the same year and, and, and broke a new record. I had 62 folks here. And that's, these are folks listening. I hope you understand. It's like six graders up to rising seniors that are learning to, to build this network and then defend the network. And then hopefully from these camps, they, they get excited, go back to their school and, and join a cyber patriot team. How many kids do you think you've affected in this area through Cyber Patriot? You know, how many kids has uh, that touched? I, I, would, I, would use, I would change the pronoun to we. Uh, how many kids have we, meaning uh, the Adopt-A-School programs, the Georgia Cyber Center, the people who are now excited living in Augusta that have cyber, you know, tracks in their high schools, I would say tens of hundreds of thousands wow. people have been affected by cyber being um, it, Dr. Uh, Keel called it a tsunami, and I, I feel like everybody's getting wet now because <laughs> it's, it's raining down. Uh, you know, you walked over here and you got a 
couple drops that fell on you when when you were at Unisys, and then you you walked up the street into <laughs> the Augusta Chamber, and you got more cyber drops that fell on you there, and then you you get poured on when you come to the Georgia Cyber Center, and you cannot be an environment that's exciting like this and be uneffective, I would say. Yeah. When we went to Canada um, as a group with the Cyber Center a few months ago, I believe we went in June, um, they have a similar program called Cyber Titans, and they were really excited that we were there, and they sent representatives to talk to us about the programs that they're doing, and they really wanted to link up with us because they were seeing some of the awesome things that were that were coming out of the Alliance and all the different partnerships that you've made. So you have a, um international reach there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is pretty <laughs> cool, considering I used to catch chickens for a living. <laughs> And by the sounds of it, the the work that you do with kids and reaching out at that level, like you do a lot of important work, mm-hmm. but that work seems to kind of fulfill such a, there's just a deep level of purpose there in this region that like spreading the message of the district and reaching those youngsters, kind of meeting them where they're at. Yeah, and it, we're not alone. Um I mean, the Parsons is spearheading the during certs this year in January. They usually do these capture the flag things that are very technical. But this was the first year they said, you know what, we ought to let that same group, sixth graders through rising seniors, tackle this capture the flag uh, effort. So I think as a community, there are so many champions of of children and and you know I'm almost 60 so it's more important to me now the success of my children and my grandchildren mm-hmm. um, than any personal success that you can have that's awesome so you talked a little bit about Parsons doing the CTFs do you do you see those kids that are competing in um, Cyber Patriot on these teams? Do you see them transitioning into careers because of things that that they've gotten kind of in these early development stages? Sure, we hope so. Um, you know, May, Mayor Davis always says, if if you can see it, if kids can see it, then they can be it. Yeah. So. Um, we talked a couple times, and and you see folks in there um, when they have it at the Georgia Cyber Center. It comes with, uh, you know, John does the imaging, you know, of the computers. The computers are all here, so people who may not have this opportunity before. Last year, Mosaic paid for every kid who attended. It was free, so uh, we had sixty-two, uh, which is not the case. In every region, it, that does it is not the case. Right. I mean, you don't, you don't have folks stepping up and going. You know what? That is awesome. We, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to put my funds into it. So you see this group of kids now that uh, gather together with other professionals in a world class facility like the Georgia Cyber Center, and they. I'm hoping they leave here and go. I'm going to be an analyst, you know, I'm going to fix computers or I'm going to defend freedom in the American way of life. That's a cool, when that's in your job title, 
well, what do you do? I, I defend freedom in the American way of life. So I hope maybe they're a service member or something yeah. that they just get inspired while they're here. I think they are. And the reason I asked it that way is because I know that after Cyber Patriot Camp, um, C, uh, Parsons hosted a CTF and one of those teams competed and I think even placed in the CTF. Yeah, cool. they, did, they did pretty darn good, actually. And they were competing against professionals who were traveling from Fort Gordon and from in the building. And mm -hmm. that's that says a lot about yeah. what you guys are doing here. Yeah. Uh, the Alliance has the opportunity to plant seeds mm -hmm. uh, and and watch them grow. So how have y'all connected with the different superintendents um, to get these programs off the ground? Because I can imagine seven counties. Yeah. Like you, you say you don't want to talk in counties, but yeah, that's, so where, that's where it becomes it, real. It, it, <laughs> it was unique, but all the superintendents jumped right on board. Um, in fact, we did a, a, a traction piece um, early this year where the school superintendents uh, traveled to D.C. with our tax administrators. So um, the Alliance was able to spearhead that effort, uh, and we had kind of a sit-down with no slideshows, none of that. Just mm -hmm. people who were thinking on coming to our area were able to ask the superintendents direct questions. So when we reformed this committee to get after cyber education, um, when we started those meetings with two states and seven counties, uh, Karen Nixon will probably tell you there was probably mm -hmm. 15 people in the room. We had a small table. We didn't have to borrow any chairs. Uh, now there's 40 people in there wow. because um, they come in there and they they put up on the wall what their school district is doing, how we can share in those opportunities, uh, how together uh, all ships can rise type of thing. So um, now it is, it is, I walk around the room during some of the collaboration just taking the pictures because the meeting's probably 45 minutes. And then after the meeting, we, we almost have to say, hey, we got the room for something else uh, <laughs> because everybody is there talking and collaborating and saying, how can I help you with that? How can I get in on that mm -hmm. effort? Uh, so it is very exciting. We have these meetings at the Augusta Metro Chamber of Commerce. Uh, so we're very thankful for the meeting space there. Uh, in fact, the Alliance was hosted there before we moved over here for almost 16 years with the wow. in-kind donation from them. Wow. So if someone is moving down here um, from Maryland or Virginia and they have young children and they're looking to put them put them in Richmond, Columbia, mm -hmm. any of the surrounding counties, um, what would you tell them that they need to do when they move here to get their kids um, involved in things like cyber patrioting? Yeah, I would say that uh, the saying about the South is true. Uh, we welcome you. Y'all come on down. <laughs> uh, and we will help with your transition. Um, and, and schools have done that for our military kids. Aiken is a purple school district, which means that they have liaison officers that are designed for integration wow. that uh, deal with the military. Uh, many of the schools across our region, Columbia County, Richmond County, all have those same integrating um, opportunities. The, the difference with our region is that kids are 
here are used to changing schools. Um, my kids went to four different high schools. Um, they also served overseas when I was in combat, <clears throat> and they attended funerals for service members who passed away that there were mm -hmm. their friends. So it is a unique population here that is resilient, I would say, and welcoming. So uh, we, are, we are blessed to have there's, not... There's a certain kind of empathy. Absolutely. That is kind of fostered within people when they experience those things, whether Absolutely. it's kids or parents or whomever. Absolutely. I think Augusta has a lot of, and just the region has a lot of unique opportunities within schools too, right? We have um, a lot of different types of schools. We've got Davidson Fine Arts, which yeah. is a fine arts magnet school. We've got A.R. Johnson, um, which is a very focused type of magnet school as well. We've got um, the Technical Careers Magnet School. We've got, and those are all public schools that you don't have to pay for. It's Absolutely. a certain type. You have to have a certain aptitude. You have to pass certain tests and things like that. But um, aside from just normal public schools which are all really good and have a lot of really good mm -hmm. programs if you're coming down here and your child is at a magnet school of some sort for some specific thing we have all those things and we have a lot of really great private schools too that are um, really dedicated and have cyber patriot teams sure. and have different robotics teams and things like that so yeah, there are many choices and the parents coming can enter what is called a school of choice so uh they can seek out those areas in the counties that they live. Um, I just think we have great schools here, and we have great teachers, great superintendents, and we uh, have great chambers of commerce. That's one of the things that I didn't know anything about, what mm -hmm. the chambers do, and I look at those dedicated professionals now, how every day they go in and advocate for their for their region is just truly amazing to me. I think it's really interesting and wonderful how involved the university and the technical college um, in Augusta are with cyber as well. Yeah. Um, they have the Gen Cyber Camps. They do the Southeastern Collegiate Penetration Testing event they just had this year with Augusta Tech and Augusta University involved. Um, you talked about Dr. Keel with the cyber tsunami. So mm -hmm. it's just really great how invested leadership from both of those schools are in um, bringing up the community and creating programs that um, really foster a career paths sure. in cyber and IT. So there, I, nowhere else, I think, in the entire nation do they have a two-year college at CAE accredited mm -hmm. and a four-year college at CAE accredited. And then you walk the halls of these two buildings and you see students from both of those organizations. So uh, it is, cyber is a relatively new field, and for them to quickly... Um, understand what businesses need in a graduate of their facilities and then yeah. go out and get the accreditation. Uh, I mean, kudos to them. And, and uh, that's another reason why. Come to our, you know, you go to our high schools, you can take a cyber path. Then you can jump into our colleges, a CAE accredited colleges and get your two and four year degrees here and guess what about two hours down the road you could go to georgia tech mm -hmm. you know the premier um, 
college in the cyber field in our region, you know. So your your kids could do all that while using the uh, HOPE scholarship. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it Put is. Put me through school, that's yeah, for sure. It is, absolutely. <laughs> I'm blessed. Um, the military paid for all of my um, college. Uh, I went in with uh, what they used to call a good enough degree and a uh, hmm. technical college all the way through my doctorate degree. Military, military paid for everything. So I did the security studies program at Augusta University. I did the undergraduate program. So oh, it very cool. just kicked off. I was one of the first um, cohorts that went through that. And now they have the master's program. So that's another really interesting thing. You don't have to be this technical person. Um, I, Y'all, I am not a technical person. <laughs> Ask Josh. He's producing this. I can't do anything. But um, I still got such a unique perspective from that program. And it really, everyone in my classes, they either worked for the NSA or they were coming from industry somewhere. And it really just exposed me to a, to this group of people. Um, it was just really interesting to go through undergrad and be a part of this cohort. I was the youngest person. Everyone in my cohort oh, um, cool. was returning to school. Mm-hmm. I was with this one very brilliant girl named Abby who um, she worked at NSA Georgia all night. She'd come in, go straight to class, went home. She was a mom, go back to NSA at night. And she just had this wow. never ending circle. And it just, it's a true testament to to how unique this area is and how diverse it is. Absolutely. How you're surrounded by so many different people. Yeah, we are, um, I mean, we're a military community. We're also, you know, a nuclear, um, I mean, we have SRS and and we have Plant Vogel in our Mm -hmm. region. We have manufacturing in our region. We, this our area makes 90% of the world's golf carts. I mean, yeah. that is crazy. I had no clue about that before I moved here. No Club clue. car and, and uh, easy go yeah. Textron. So, yep. I mean, uh, it is uh, an area that is full of uh, possibilities and opportunities. Mm-hmm. So we call on you a lot to give windshield tours at Fort Gordon because we have people coming down who know nothing about Georgia, know nothing about Southern culture, know nothing about Fort Gordon. They had no idea that Army Cyber is moving here. Um, so you get to see a lot of unique perspective, I guess I, I would do. say. Um, it is so great. That's what's great about this job. Every day is different. Uh, I may be talking to folks about the Fort Gordon Cyber District uh, from the D.C. area and then turn around and we'll have, you know, Randall Toussaint from the Georgia Department of Economic Development bringing folks yeah. here. Uh, you'll have folks, um, you know, Cal, Ray and them talking about oh, how successful would Top Golf be here and mm-hmm. how successful would Dave and Busters be here. Yep. And, and then you turn around and those developmental folks and then, then they're building it, you know. So it's just, it is uh, crazy. I, I'm blessed to be a retiree. Um, the, the world-class tours of Fort G- Gordon are given by uh, Colonel Clifford mm-hmm. uh, and he's very busy. So sometimes uh, I get to give them. But when you drive around the installation and see that they are putting, you know, a world-class cyber campus on Fort Gordon. 
uh, military construction projects one, two, three, and four, and you then you drive down the road and see the the two wings that are going on the NSA, and you think they're going to put one point six billion dollars worth of infrastructure improvements into Fort Gordon between now and twenty twenty eight. Everywhere you go, there's a red cone the, mm-hmm. and, and it's the the commander likes to say that's a sign of progress we say the same thing when we're we you know when we're giving tours here and we're like oh excuse our construction elevator we're we're working on things this is this is progress for us we're building Absolutely. out we have more people moving here and we have more activity yeah. on the campus and, and it's crazy because folks say well the cyber people are excited that that is true but also the people who cut hair mm-hmm. are excited the people who make cakes <clears throat> the people you know who do dry cleaning all that business increases the the realtors there's about 1080 homes on Fort Gordon and they're full they're going to build a couple more general officer houses on there but the majority of the new folks will will live in our region, uh, so that excites our our home builders and our realtors uh, because there is opportunity for them to to get some business. Oh, absolutely! I think everyone in Augusta is excited, and I don't think that everyone truly understands the the magnitude, um, how many people will be coming here and their families that follow them and their Mm -hmm. in-laws who come down because they want to be close to their grandchildren and um, the people that retire and stay and then a new wave of people come to to fill those shoes. Yeah, so this summer, June of 2020, we'll just use that. There'll be about 900 more assigned folks that will come here and they'll bring with them about 1,300 family members and they'll attend our schools. And and that aff- affects our uh, S plus tax money, all mm-hmm. the uh, places there that, that they will go through, the T plus, more roads. Um, one thing I learned about new for me in this job is, is politics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no because idea. Because money shows up and yeah. so politics show up. <laughs> yeah, and uh, growth equals funding for right. different things, so... Do you know what the number is of industry folks that are supposed to follow all that? I I don't. And that seems to be the question that's asked. Uh, However, um, as part of a capture management team that was at Fort Gordon, I cannot imagine that the new contract will be here. Uh, And the project managers don't follow the effort. They don't Mm -hmm. follow it to interact with their COR. Um, but we do see businesses like Parsons had 26 people. They just announced 80 more. Unisys yeah. doubled in size. Their global headquarters is right down the street. Janice. And, 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 it, and it feels like someone like Parsons or others that have already kind of migrated heavily to this area, they're kind of the first movers as like a statement that like when everybody shows up, we've already been here. Yeah. And, planted and the flag. Absolutely. Yep. Perspecta, too. I mean, uh, with General Knapper, she was in the military, now lives in North Augusta, yeah. uh, and her company has one of the largest uh, contracts on Fort Gordon, and she is, in uh, her organization, she's a world-class leader, period, not just in the cyber industry, but a visionary Um we're blessed to have those folks that live in our area, the, the general Jeff Foley's of the world who 
you know, are able to coach, lead, or mentor our 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 leaders in the community in, in leadership also. Because they could go anywhere. They could and go they chose anywhere. to stay here. Yeah. yeah. Choose Augusta. Yeah, that's great. Sounds like a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make those. Yeah, probably. Can be the new thing. That, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is next for the CSRE Alliance? Uh, next for us is uh, we will get a group of leaders together in January and we'll look at our current mission uh, because when in 16 we missioned out to 2020 mm-hmm. and we wanted the Fort Gordon Cyber District name to get out there and we think we have successfully done that with the Cyber Patriot program with the uh, IT corridor with the different uh, ways that we've marketed but how can we uh, change our goals to support the community. So we'll have a bunch of community leaders. We'll get together in January of 2020 and we'll revision out to 2023. And then we'll adjust fire accordingly um, as we work through those years to to help this region. Yeah. I imagine a lot will happen between now and 2023 to, to keep you on your toes, yeah. keep you agile. It is crazy. It is um <laughs> When I think about um, my grandchildren now that all have tablets, they'll Generation Z, they will grow up in a world where um, they will always have information, whether it's the correct information or right, but at their fingertips. (laughs) That's right. But uh, I was reading a real book to my granddaughter, and she reached up to the page of the book and swiped her Aww. finger to the right like hey papa i'm done looking at that image so uh it is a total new generation and and all generations will have to adjust accordingly to um to coexist and and to make the world better so just to close out give you a couple close out questions sure what is your favorite hidden gem in augusta and we've gotten all different kinds of answers. Yeah. I mean, it's all over the board. So you can, any anything that is hidden that just excites you. It can even be your favorite restaurant. It doesn't have to be hidden no, necessarily. I, I think um, going on Fort Gordon and eating in their chow halls. <laughs> it is such a crazy experience. Um and so different than when I joined the military and they called it a mess hall. Mm-hmm. And it was a mess. It was meat, potatoes. <laughs> it was get your food and get out. Uh, and now they have culinary chefs. I mean, the CG's uh, executive assistant, he's a world-class chef. That's awesome. So to sneak in there and to sit amongst service members and just listen to them talk during their regular meal. That's kind of my hidden gem, the Fort Gordon dining facilities. That's incredible. That's my favorite (laughs) answer so far. (laughs) Yep. There you go. Happy Monday. Thank you so much, Dr. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Other Duties as Assigned. It was so great to spend some time with Dr. Clark this morning. He really does skip to work every day. Thank you for joining us for this season. We have a few more episodes left for you. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, feel free to email us at odashow at augusta.edu. And you can give us a follow at Other Duties on Instagram. Thank you.